This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Being a nice guy, it may come off as being, hey, I'm doing a great thing. I'm really nice. Girls just misunderstand me or they don't like me or it's just a blame mentality. And it took me a long time to realize that there are things I have to fix about myself and improve about myself that make me an attractive man, both to others and myself, because I, I hated myself. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host. Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year. I hope you guys have uh, had a, a, a great New Year's celebration. I hope you guys, uh, you know, got home safe. None of you guys gotten any, uh, any, it's anything serious. <laughs> not to, not to, any, too many uh, bar fights. Uh, let's see here. Before I go too much further, please like, subscribe, <laughs> hit those notifications. Also, please drop a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, please drop a comment. Any comment will do. Your your favorite emoji, I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Also, be sure to follow me on all social media platforms. I'm uh, you know, pretty I'm I'm either Come On Man Pod or I'm Come On Man Podcast. Just look for one of the two on whatever your platform is that you like to be on. Um, I'm trying to get more people to follow me on Instagram though. Um, my biggest following was on TikTok, but I'm just, I'm under a crushing shadow band with those assholes. So follow me pretty much anywhere else, but you know, try to follow me on Instagram. I think Instagram is a much better platform anyway. I want to give a shout out to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash come on man pod. It is January. So that means there's only three tiers available now. The lowest tier is only 10 bucks a month. If you just want to support the show, you know, keep having new episodes so that, you know, we can get out in front of more men, then it's only 10 bucks a month. That's tier one. You get on the beer club credits on YouTube. So at the end of each episode on YouTube, on Monday's episodes, uh, I have a list of guys that are in the beer club. So those guys are in tier one and they're supporting the show. And uh, if you want to get on that list, join the Patreon. It's it's only 10 bucks a month. Uh, there's a, a second tier. Tier two is unlimited tech support for me, right? But it's not just tech support because this is all over Telegram. And Telegram, if you're not familiar with it, is like text messaging on steroids, right? Uh, you can send video messages on there. You can send voice messages on there. Um, there's lots of cool, like animated gifts and crap like that you can send on there. It's a, it's a pretty versatile platform. You can have, um, you can even do like video calls on it. Right. Um, so tier two, it's only 50 bucks a month, but you get unlimited tech support, but you also get unlimited voice and video messages too. So if you, you know, if you're more comfortable just sending an audio message, just, you know, get on that. And, um, I, I reply back pretty quickly with that as well. Um, you know, if you're, 
if you're on a dating app, right, and some chick sends you something that has you scratching your head and you don't know what to say, just send a screenshot of it to me on Telegram and I'll get back to you, man. I'll be like, oh, this is what she's trying to do, man. Say this. And um, <laughs> you're going to get laid, brother. Um, and then, then there's tier three, which has uh, all the benefits of tier two, but you also get an additional voice or video call with me every month. So it's like a follow-up call just to check in, see where you're going. And it's uh, it's up to an hour discussion. So you can talk about whatever you want, what, are the, what, are, what challenges you're facing, whatever. Uh, we'll get into all of that. And that's uh, that's only a hundred bucks a month. That's probably one of the most affordable coaching programs you'll you'll find out there. So check it out, Patreon.com/slash Come On Man Pod. Uh, if you guys haven't done so already, get on the email list. That's list.comeonmanpod.com. And for your troubles, I will send you uh, these these free stickers here. Uh, all postage paid. You don't have to pay anything for the for postage. Just get on the email list. I'll I'll shoot you an email, reply back with a good mailing list or, or mailing address. I'm not keeping people's mailing addresses, just their their email addresses. So um, you don't have to worry about me like showing up at your house. That's not happening. And I'm not selling your data to anybody. Really, this is just because last year, uh, well, I should say, man, it's January now, isn't it? Uh, so in 2021, I got banned from TikTok. And so it's been a struggle trying to rebuild that following on, on TikTok. And I just don't want that to happen again on any platform. So um, I want to be able to contact you guys directly. So if you like this content, you you know, you know, you like seeing my stuff, you know, daily or every other day or whatever, get on the email list. That way, if something bad happens, I can at least email you and say, hey, you know, I'm on Rumble now or or whatever. And I want to uh, give a shout out to Nate Dog 1884. He left a really nice five star review on Apple Podcasts. He said, "Best podcast for men. If you want to level up as a man, this is the podcast for you. Great episodes each and every week. Fun and fascinating guests. And Paul always be dropping facts and knowledge." <laughs> Thanks, Nate Dog, man. Hey, um, I'm I apologize. Uh, you you posted this on December 15th, but uh, I had already dropped the last episode with Alan Roger Curry. Uh, so I didn't get you in there. So I apologize. But you're you're the you're in the first episode of the new year of 2023. So Nate Dog, thank you for that five-star review. If you want me to read your review, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts find the podcast and leave a five-star review and actually write out why you like the show. And in an upcoming episode, I will, I will read what you wrote and uh, give you a shout out for free for freezies guys for freezies. All right. Joining me this week, man, this is a really cool story. I thought this would be a really good way to kick off the new year. Um, we have a 3% brother and this guy, he started following me like back in 2021, back when I was first building up my, my, my TikTok account. And, uh, this guy was a full on MGTOW guy, right? This guy had given up on women. He, he hated them. And, you know, we, we talk about this in the, in the episode, but he started seeing my videos 
started applying some of the things that I talk about, started reading the books that I talk about. And uh, now <laughs> he's he not only is dating a, a great gal and and getting regular sex. He's also changed his careers. He used to work in like tech support for Visa, you know, the credit card company. And now he works in sales for one of the biggest coaching outfits uh, on the market today. His name is Jimmy and his story is pretty fascinating, pretty fascinating. And, and guys, let me tell you this. If Jimmy can do it, anybody can fucking do it. Okay. You know, I, I say it all the time, like MGTOWs for fucking quitters. You know, it's you guys aren't like, you know, being righteous because you're giving up on the whammon and, you know, the juice ain't worth the squeeze is bullshit. You guys are, it's a cope. You guys are, you guys are quitting on yourselves, right? Well, Jimmy turned that all around and he's proof positive that you can too. And I will bring you that conversation right after these words. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What if I told you you can have anything you want? More money, a bigger house, hotter women. Would you believe me? If your answer is no, you need to ask yourself why you think that way. What's holding you back? I can tell you right now, it's a self-limiting belief that's holding you back. Your paradigm or the way you see the world is holding you back. What if I told you that I can teach you how to change your paradigm? I just finished my course on the practical law of attraction. You may have heard of the law of attraction, but have dismissed it as magical thinking or woo-woo nonsense. Well, it's not. The law of attraction is real, but it's not magic. At the end of the day, it comes down to your mindset. And my course will teach you how to reprogram your mindset so that you can achieve anything that you want in this world. And the first 50 people that use the coupon code in the description will get 15% off. If you want more out of this life, if you want to achieve bigger goals, if you want to achieve goals so big that they will blow your mind, then this is your sign. Sign up for my course at loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. All right, joining me this week is a 3% brother who I first met on TikTok. He was MGTOW when he first started following my videos. Then he started reading some of the books I recommended. I started, uh, he started working on his purpose. And now he works in sales for one of the biggest date coaching outfits on the market today. It's my boy, Jimmy. What's going on, brother? How y'all doing? How you doing, Pat Paul? Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. This has been a long time coming because you're yeah. like actually, um, you're actually uh, like a success story, you know? Yeah. Um, and, for, and and before we go further, too, I just want to say I like your haircut. Yes. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> the girl really likes it, too. She likes running her hands through it. She's like, I love this. And I'm like, I try to keep it at a perfect length, but, you know, we're matching. So, <laughs> yeah, I um, I last mm -hmm. last year, honestly, like, I mean, I always wear hats. And it's and I don't wear hats because I'm trying to like cover up something. I just like wearing hats. But okay. people people were giving me shit for wearing hats. 
And so then I like, I would do some videos where I took off my hat and then like people noticed that I, I really did have like a receding hairline and, yeah. uh, and it was, and the funny thing is about the receding hairline is like, I've always had a big forehead, but it's been noticeable since I got into my forties. Right. And yeah. so it was really just, you know, people on TikTok will point out your flaws like more than anybody. Yeah. And so yeah. I was, I, I just was like, you know what? I really need to just own this shit. And so I like early this year, I just decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to shave yeah. my head and, yeah. and I love it. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I wish I could show a couple of pictures of me from back in the day, but I, 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 back when I was 25, it started here and then I just kept on growing it out, you know, instead mm -hmm. of like doing something about it. And ever since then, I mean, it's, it's been like one of those things when you start working on your fashion and your hygiene that it just, it's, it's not, everything it's not like one little thing you have to fix it's everything put together that makes you an attractive man both for yourself and others yeah definitely yeah and so and, and, and there's options right like guys can do like the hair transplants and there's a couple of guys in the three percent man group uh professor sanderson he got a hair okay. transplant and it looks really? great I mean, like yeah, yeah. um I, i've met a couple of other guys that have gotten that the only like drawback to stuff like that is you know i think for some of those guys uh they have to take like rogaine you know, and then Rogaine yeah. lowers your testosterone. And yeah, so for me, then I'm you're just getting like, on on TRT treatment and then, you know, yeah. then it just goes start, starts going down here from there or on that stuff for the rest of your life. Yeah, well, it, you know, and, and I, I my my previous guest, um, you know, by the time this drops, I think this will be like two episodes down or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I interviewed this guy uh, named uh, R.P. Thor and he, he's okay. in the Manosphere space. And he's on TRT, but he's like in his 60s, totally ripped. He highly recommends TRT. And it's, you know, yeah. so it's like I see the pros and cons of it, but I'd rather just sort of like embrace the inevitability because even if you get a hair transplant like 10, 20 years down the road, you're a lot of guys are in the same boat again. So, yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'm just going to buy I, I, I have a, an electric razor that I use now really? and I love it. I use it like every day. I'm still trying to get, I'm trying to get this little thing straightened out right here. You know, that, that's one oh, thing I'm still working on. You got a bald on. patch right there in the middle? Yeah, I got a bald patch right there. I'm just, nobody's ever mentioned it but myself, but you know, I know whatever. Like, we're, we're our own worst critics too sometimes. We are, we are. I mean, it's, you know, what, what we talk within our, we're so bad to ourselves. That's one thing I've had to learn over the years, like go easy on yourself um, because, you know, you're, you can be your own worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So one of the things that you, I mean, one of the reasons why I really wanted to get you on the show is because you sent me a text the other day mm -hmm. uh, and it was, it was the funniest text too. Cause it was just a picture of like two open condom wrappers. And it was like, you were like, you basically broke a three and a half year poon dry spell. Yeah. Which is like, and I was like, congrats on the sex, bro. Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Like what, okay. what finally got you over the hump? Like what, what, what I, I would say, like, you know, coming from like where you were at MGTOW yeah. and th this whole journey, like what did you find along the way that was really limiting you from getting there? 
Um, the first thing, uh, I actually, I made a TikTok about this recently. The, the first thing was the, the whole nice guy phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being, being a nice guy, it may come off as being, Hey, I'm doing a great thing. I'm really nice. Girls just misunderstand me or they just, you know, they don't like me or, you know, it's not this whole, it's it's just a blame mentality. And it took me a long time to realize that there are things I have to fix about myself and improve about myself that make me an attractive man, both to others and myself, because I, I hated myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was, you know, pretty heavy in the IT field. Um, the company I was working for at the time was completely running my life. And, uh, yeah, I went through a number of mental breakdowns to the point where I was just like, wherever I have to go now is up. Uh, because I mean, I, I hit absolute rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, getting, getting along the lines of, you know, starting to look at myself from a self-development standpoint, you know, stuff I have to improve, you know, getting out of this covert contract. I was a serial covert contract guy where I would multiple girlfriends across multiple years or even just multiple girls. I would have this little agreement that if I'm just nice enough, if I'm just their friend long enough, then somehow they'll marry me and everything will be good yeah they'll, um, they'll, 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 they'll yeah. recognize that they're dating jerks but i'm the nice guy that they're going to finally yeah. settle down with you know yeah they're not going to want to yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah 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 and i mean you know throughout throughout the past couple of years i have realized you know one i have been a very very um emotional and submissive guy so I've had to really kind of get out of that into, no, I have value. I have sexual value. And, you know, that value is uh, is wanted and desirable by other people. And, and it should be okay for me, too. Uh, so, you know, going down that stage of, you know, like, for instance, getting into the law of attraction to completely changed my life. You know, you've helped me a lot with that. Um, you know, thank, thank you that I do attract healthy and, you know, hot women. Thank you that, um, you know, every woman I approach, they are happy to speak to me. Thank you that I walk around with that smile on my face. Thank you for relaxed and, you know, a healthy body. Um, you know, and I say that I've, I tell you, it's gotten to the point here in the past couple of years. If I don't say that to myself out loud every day, I watch my life plummet in less than 24 to 48 hours. And it's the other way too. You know, and I'm just like, if this, this 10 minutes I spent in my life is the most important 10 minutes of my day. Yeah. You know, I, I'm glad that you brought up law of attraction. Cause that's actually been on my mind <laughs> quite a bit lately. I haven't done a lot of videos on it. Yeah. Um, and the guy, a lot of the guys in the space, a lot of the guys in the red pill space, look at it yeah. like it's woo woo magical thinking, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's the positivity grift. But the thing yeah. is, and, and so I've really been thinking about that, especially with, um, like I talked to Dr. Robert Glover about it, right? Dr. Glover, have you, have you read dating essentials for men? I've, I've looked at bits and pieces of it. My big stuff has just been Corey Wayne's material. Um, art of seduction, I believe was another book, um, I got into, and I just, I've been really heavily concentrating on those two books. Those are great books. Uh, Well, I haven't read art of seduction, but it's on my list and I hear rave reviews about it. But, um, yeah, but the thing about Dr. Glover, right. Is he's got all these things in his book about, um, you know, having an attitude of gratitude and, um, 
you know, basically a lot of law of attraction books in there, right? Like if you're not, yeah. you know, grateful for all the things that are good in your life, the, it doesn't make the, you know, any sense for the universe to bless you a thousand times, right. all this stuff. Right. But I ask him about it on the podcast and he goes, Oh yeah, I don't believe in any of that shit. And I'm like, what? And he goes, well, I, he goes, the, the problem with the secret is, you know, it's magical thinking. It's this and that he goes, but you know, if you do like you do get what you focus on in life, if you do say affirmations, it will change your mindset. Yeah. It will change your outcome. I'm like, it, it works. So, so you're saying it works, you know? <laughs> and yeah. I, I had, yeah. um, I had John Sanmez uh, from Bulldog <clears throat> Mindset on and, you know, he, he is a law of attraction guy. And when I asked him about it, he didn't say, um, you know, it's magical thinking or whatever. What he said, which I love is it doesn't matter why it worked. It just fucking works. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. so really thinking about it lately, I'm, I've decided I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make a course on mm. practical law of attraction where mm. I take the, the magic out of it, you know, like, yeah. a, you know, the woo woo crystal chakras and shit. Cause you, it's all, I love them. I, I got a bunch of chakras and crystals in the other room as <laughs> well, well as essential oils too. I'm crazy. Well, the, you know, you know, um, well, it, that's fine though. And, I, and I'll tell you why it's fine. Um, you know who, have you ever heard of Wayne Dyer? I have heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. So Wayne Dyer yeah. was a guy that was teaching this stuff like back in the seventies and eighties. And one of the things that he said was, um, it's not the crystal, right. That, that does magic. It's your belief that the crystal does magic. So it, right. it what it all comes down to is mindset at the end of the day. Yeah. So if you can reprogram your mind, shit will change for you. Yeah. And that's the, that's the biggest thing about it. And, and people like, they just hear the word secret and immediately dismiss it and run away. It's like, let me, yeah. let's, let's take it back to a practicality level and just apply it. And who cares why it works, you know, right. and, and right. go from there. So I'm going to, I'm going to make a whole course on that. And just, I, I love that. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, to consume it, you know, even though it's been a, a couple of years since I got involved in it, I'm sure I can uh, benefit from it. I'm sure other your viewers can too. Yeah, it's not out yet. I'm in the process of like writing it up, and I'm. I also um, bought a couple of other dudes' courses just to see mm -hmm. like how they do it because I've never made yeah. a course. So I'm like, you know what? I I like these guys. I like their content. I'm going to buy their course. Yeah, and see how they do it. You know. Yeah. That yeah. I'm not stealing their shit. I'm going to do it all. <laughs> you know, my own thing. But I want to just yeah. see how they lay it out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, was that competitive research? They it, they teach us all about that in sales. You know, it's also I mean, it's also sort of like a mentorship thing, right? Like find someone yeah. who's who's doing it and then yeah. follow the process, right? So right. that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I mentioned at the beginning here that you're a three percent brother. You talked about Corey Wayne. How yeah. many times have you read How to Be a Three Percent Man? Fourteen. For, oh, Go you're for almost, it. dude. You're almost at that magic fifteen. <laughs> Corey said, "Corey sent you a diploma one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still waiting for the thank you for buying the book, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, I have a three um, percent uh, club mug, but I Do had you? to buy that shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I wish, I wish he did have a little process in there that when you read it fifteen times. You pass a little test, you, you get, get little, your mug. You get a placard that says you're <laughs> you're actually a three percent man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um would you say that Corey's book was probably your biggest influence on your transformation, or would you would you credit like another source? 
Um, as far as my recent transformation, I would have to say modern flirting. Okay. Um, but the the step towards that process, you know, first being MGTOW, you know, just getting to the point where I was super angry with women. I mean, I got to the point where I, when I asked for girls' phone numbers, I had a business card. And, I mean, when you get to that point when you're giving out business cards to girls, you, you just just know that you're, you're almost at rock bottom. <laughs> Chicks aren't going to call you back. That's no they're just not (laughs) yeah uh and you know but Corey really helped me get out of the whole i'm angry with women and like just i wasn't giving up but i was i was my expectations were so high and i was also so unhealthy as a person you know i had a lot of childhood trauma that i needed to deal with um that just i had a tendency to overreact to become really really needy um that you know Corey. And his, um, and, 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 you know, and his initial, you know, if a girl, if you text a girl once and she doesn't text you back, don't text her again. Mm-hmm. Okay. We live in a day and age where we got, we all got watches. We can see when somebody texts us and, you know, doing that, um, as well as being very careful with emojis, um, you know, um, maneuvering your text in such a way where you're the prize as well as, uh, you are, uh, you, you are a strong, confident man rather say, do you want to go out? You know, do you, do you want to go out on a date with me? What, what you do know? you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Where do you want to eat? You know, no, we're going here. We're going there. Just like, you know, uh, the girl I'm seeing now, she really wants me to come over tonight, you know, after seeing me twice this week. And I'm like, you got to wait till next week. And she says, I know this is a boundary with you, but I really want to see you. And I'm like, you're going to have to wait, you know, like make her earn that. <laughs> make her earn that. And she hates she hates it and she loves it. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, you know, I don't like having to earn things. I don't like that. And I'm like, but you're not asking me to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know? that's that's the thing, though, is when you do that kind of stuff, this was something I, I, I had to learn with this whole process, too, was yeah. that when you do that kind of stuff, you're making her get invested if, and if she's yeah. not invested she's she ha, she's not gonna like you right yeah and that, right. that's that's right. the biggest thing too many guys are, are are chasing these women down and not making them you know return right. the favor a little bit the, the 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 big thing is one thing i had to get out of i used to live a very very private life private everything vpns everywhere um i would always have my 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 phone custom rom on android and like you know, <laughs> greetings all... <laughs> nerd <laughs> yeah. I, did, yeah. I did the XDA. same, thing. I, I, same yeah. Thing. yeah yeah but really all of that stuff you know, we, we, we create social constructs for ourselves and what it really does is it isolates us. And, you know, through, through my journey, one, I started becoming much more public in everything that I do, you know, whether it's posting stories, posting pictures publicly. And I stopped being so worried about if the government was going to come out to get me or, you know, or, you know, if someone was, if I couldn't carry my gun one day that something would happen. And, you know, I mean, I haven't carried in eight or nine months. Great to you if you do, but I, I just, you know, I go to New York, D.C., Florida, all that I just, you know, plus I wear tighter clothes now. It's much harder to wear baggy, you know, flannel shirts where I can't really hide a gun. So, um, you know, through that process of becoming more sociable um, and there was a big catalyst that happened that produced that getting out of that uh, that what do you call it? A survival mentality, being a full blown prepper. Um, you know, I was able to start the process of being more social with people. And there was a huge calibration um, end 
that, you know, I went from like, hi, how are you? And if somebody touched me, I'd jump, you know, and it's like, there, there was a huge process that I had to go through to get there. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll stop there. I said a lot. No, actually, um, it's funny that you say all that stuff, man, because um, I, I was into a lot of that stuff, too. Like, I used to watch a lot of InfoWars. Um, yeah, I was, I was in the queue. I was always a, a, a prepper, but not necessarily because of, like, Doomsday and all that stuff. Um, like, I lived in California for, for uh, 15 years, and during yeah. that time, there was two major fires that completely shut down the city. And when it shut down the city, it like shut down the, the stores and everything. And and so I realized at that point that it, it pays to have, you yeah. know, like a stock of food on hand and stuff like, yeah. you know, have to be prepared for basically any type of scenario, not necessarily a specific one, like EMP is going to come, you know, I mean, that might yeah. happen um, and sure. you should prepare for that, but yeah, but you shouldn't like let that, you know, sort of you know ruin your life every day i used to be so into shows like Infowars. i used to watch the news every day like yeah like most people watch sports and telegram yeah and i used to um i finally decided you know especially when i really got into like law of attraction stuff and realizing that uh focusing on negative shit in the media like that yeah just you know it it just doesn't help you at all it's a it's it's a frequency you know is, and yeah. the more frequency you consume you know if i'm you know in the middle of my days with q um when you know all this stuff came out you know where all that i won't go too deep into it but when i was in that deep stuff i had four friends and you know those four friends were really deep within me too and i just had one coworker that was regarded as my friend and that was my social group for about four or five years mm. and, you know, and a really unhealthy father. Um, and, you know, we all got to the point, you know, when, uh, when Biden got elected, like, we're not really sure what's going to happen. And then, and then that whole thing at, con at the Congress building happened and we're like, okay, I, I took a huge step back. And, you know, after that big event, uh, that you'll ask me about here in a minute, uh, happened, I absolutely just, I'm like, this does not matter. What matters is me fixing me. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much we consume, how much we look at the news, we are unable, even as a group, able to change it. It, it requires, you know, much, much bigger um, mind power. And I guess you would say a, um, a just a mind army to change what it is we're trying to change. And I think if we start with ourselves, that ability is much easier down the road. Yeah. And, and one thing too, I found was that, you know, a lot of the shit that they put on the news doesn't affect my day-to-day -day life at all. Doesn't. Like, you know, oh, maybe the gas price is a little bit, but I work from home. So, yeah, you know, it might, I think it, it impacts other people more than it impacts me, but yeah, it's like, well, I can't do anything about it, man. I have no, I have no influence yeah. in uh, OPEC. <laughs> so yeah. why, why focus yeah. on it, man? I've got no influence with Twitter or anything like that. I mean, it's fun to hear about it every once in a while, but, uh, you know, I don't even really look at the news anymore. I'm just concentrating on developing myself. Yeah. And then, you, <laughs> you know, know what? Like, you'll notice that, you know, your the stress is, is gone, you know, yeah. your day-to-day -day stuff that you worry about. Yeah. It's just, it, it melts away when you realize none of this shit matters, you know? Mm -hmm. Why don't I just focus on, uh, on me, on, on what makes me happy? 
and do yeah. those things. And your life is like, it, 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 it definitely, it definitely changes for the better. Um, yeah. I don't have this written down as a question, but I, 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 it made, I thought of it at the beginning. So you were this MGTOW guy and yeah. you, you saw my videos on TikTok. What do you know? Do you remember what video or like, uh, like what made you start watching my videos? Because I get these MGTOW guys in my comments all the time and they are just, yeah. they just, it's like, it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves that, you know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze or whatever. So they just like right. shit all over my comments. And it's like, dude, if you were truly MGTOW, yeah. if you were truly going your own way, you wouldn't be shitting in my comments right now. You'd be off living your yeah. life, enjoying yeah. it, but you're not. You're here in the comments trying to pull me down with you. And I'm right. just not going to do that. So yeah, what's, yeah. I was going to say, what what was it about my videos or was there a specific video that you were like, wait, maybe this guy's on to something? Like what what was the catalyst? It, the, the thing is, is I had went through a huge breakup. So, uh, when all the lockdowns hit, uh, I was actually about to do the whole van life thing, met a pretty girl on Bumble, one match stuff happened. We were both totally infatuated with each other and we moved in with each other during the lockdowns. And you know, what happens when you become complacent, things just don't work out. Women will eventually leave. And she just left and broke up over text, and I went through a year of absolute just um, rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, the I, I started looking on TikTok, and I, I'm like, you know, kind of scrolling through, and I'm the algorithm's noticing that I'm stopping on the dating stuff, so it's going to show me more dating stuff. And then you popped up, and I was just starting the journey. I'm like, I knew I was angry. I wasn't at the point where I was fighting people, but I'm like, I was looking for answers. Mm. And um, I, I believe that you you had showed um, a video about being um, elusive uh, with, with women and not responding right when they text you. So usually, you know, I got to the point where, you know, based on the videos that you were showing when a girl would text me and if she waited an hour, I would wait 45 minutes instead of like, you know, mm -hmm. like literally <sighs> waiting at the phone, waiting for her to text me back. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, once once you start healing and getting better with that stuff, I've noticed that, um, you know, when you're really focused on your life purpose, uh, she texts me, I don't know, an hour or two hours ago. I still haven't had a chance to look at it yet because I'm on my purpose. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that that was what it took for me to kind of see start seeing your content. I was looking for answers. Got it. You know, that is a, that's awesome that you bring up the, the texting thing. Cause I, I talk about it. I talk about that a lot, right? Set a timer, yeah. set a timer. Yeah. Uh, that's because I was like that. I was so bad with, and I don't think I've really gotten into this on the podcast before, but dude, I was so bad with texting. Um, yeah. the gal that like, I, I called the, the red pill gal, the gal that got me into this space, right? The last long-term girlfriend, right? Um, yeah. That chick, I got to the point where I know I was just annoying the shit out of her. At the, I mean, in hindsight, I know it because I would just sit there and text her all day. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. you know, I just got done from the gym. Hey, I got, you know, hey, I just, uh, you know, made a sandwich. Hey, yeah. you know, this, this, yeah. this is tasty. Oh, hey, this is a funny article. And, and I would and then, do that all day long and she yeah. wouldn't reply back at all. Um, whereas, you know, early in the relationship, she would reply to me throughout the day. 
she just stopped and right. she would get back to me like later in the day and stuff like that. So like, this is stuff I was realizing in hindsight and it wasn't until I think it, I, I read atomic attraction where there, yeah. there's a case study where he's talking about, um, you know, a guy doing that, just being annoying all day. Uh, Hey, just went to the gym and stuff. I was like, Jesus Christ, I was that fucking guy. And yeah. I, I would send a text and literally like start praying that a chick would reply back at, at, at one yeah. point, you know, this is, it's, it's, it's pathetic to say now, but it was like, I would do that. I would get like anxiety. I get yeah. like, my heart would be beating. I'd just be like, Oh my God. And then when, when I would hear the ding, I'd be like, Oh my God, is that her? And if yeah. it wasn't, I was just like, fuck, you know, it was my friend, yeah. Larry, you know, yeah. like <laughs> it, it, with, with me, I mean, I've got, I've got severe ADHD and, uh, you know, just that the dopamine levels, when somebody texts me back, go through the roof. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that those constant dopamine hits and just me responding gives me more dopamine. So it just becomes a never ending cycle. Um, and not only that, but just, you really touched on a good point there, you know, just, just got out of the gym, just did this, just did that. It's a huge issue of self-worth mm-hmm. of, you know, people pleasing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm still fighting that, you know, I have a, um, a great new family now that's, you know, that's, that's adopted me and I have, you know, I'm still going through stages of like being intimidated by, uh, my stepdad and, you know, like worrying if they're going to abandon me. Like I, I'm, it's, it's an ongoing pattern calibration. I have to constantly put through myself to make sure, okay, this is the path that I'm going on. Things are improving. I'm getting better. That anxiety that comes in, it's there. I acknowledge it, but that's not my future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's really great that you, you bring all that stuff up. Yeah. The, <laughs> Dude, that, that texting thing was so, so big. There's still some things though that I'm still working on. Right. I'm like, yeah. I'm not perfect. And, uh, yeah. and anybody out there that says that they're perfect is full of shit. Uh, um, yeah. but I don't, I, I don't need, I don't need to work on that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and, and, and you shouldn't like think that you have it already. Like you, you, like there's all these guys out there that think that, oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a guru. Right. I'm, yeah. Was it Benny put out the other? I love Benny too. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, I, I'd be very surprised if Benny watches this, but Benny just put out a thing and he put it on the 3% man page and he put it on his uh, warrior's quest. Uh, he came up with this like sort of like a ju- judo belt chart on where you are with yeah. women. And are you a white belt, a blue belt and whatever, all the way yeah. to black belt. And it's like, uh, I, I like, I'd like to say that, yeah, I'm a black belt, but there's always room for improvement. So, yeah. I mean, in, in, um, I don't know if you've ever been in martial arts, but in like karate, there's Dan's right. There's like yeah. first degree black belt, second degree black. Where are you at? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. I, I would say I'm probably like maybe a first or second, second degree, second Dan. Yeah. With, uh, with it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool. You say that with modern flirting, uh, the company I'm with now our, yeah. our VIP students, we, we actually run a belt system. Everybody starts at white belt and then you can go up to orange belt. And, you know, once you're, I believe once you hit brown belt, um, the, the, the course, as well as the availability of the entire brotherhood is yours for life. Um, you know, as far as, you know, no further payment needed. Um, and is that when the know, pussy I'm, comes rolling in though? I mean, when's the pussy let's yellow. <laughs> That's yellow. why we're all here. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. One of the, one of the big things that have helped me work with this company going down to Fort Lauderdale is like, I get to see what's healthy among healthy people. And I've watched white belts. Like they take girls home that night and I'm like, 
you go. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and like me, I'm just learning, okay, it's healthy to touch women in this way. All right. This is what how healthy people look at each other. This is what a woman does when she actually wants you to, you know, to um, escalate with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, through that, you know, for me, I'm a yellow belt. So I'm, I have a long way to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who else does a a, a belt system um they're going to be on next week uh alpha activation who okay. I, I don't i don't know if you're familiar with alpha activation they're they're pretty big on instagram um yeah. luke uh brother luke is like you know best friends with the guy that started alpha activation and he actually he and luke started alpha activation together yeah. They had a falling apart. Now they're back together. They have a new product. That's why they're going to be on next week. But they um, they have some kind of like belt system. I think that it, they do it in t-shirts though. So like you know, yeah. there's red t-shirts and black t-shirts, and I yeah. think it's I think it's all funny. You know, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. good marketing. Definitely, good. It, it is. It is great marketing. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, it, uh, we're going off on a tangent here, but I don't care. I mean, that honestly, that's the where the belt system came from, like in taekwondo. Taekwondo mm. has like 50 belts and it's wow. not that it's I, I'm exaggerating. It's not that many belts, but um, they definitely have more belts than say judo. And, okay. and um, a lot of karate schools I've learned, cause I've, I've been in a lot of like Taekwondo, Kempo, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that all throughout, you know, my life. There's schools that will sort of like use it as a nickel and dime type thing. So I had my daughter in a Taekwondo school and the way they did it was for kids, you would earn, uh, you were a white belt and you would earn different colored stripes, stripe right. belts. So you would be like a white belt with a yellow stripe and stuff like that until you got up to your black stripe. And then once you got to your black stripe, then they would actually start teaching you something. And yeah. then you could actually earn real colored belts. And then they would also add little stripes on the belts and eat, you know, you're a green belt with like two black stripes. That's all just money. That's all yeah. money. <laughs> and that's one of the yeah. things that's great about judo or, or jujitsu rather is they only have like, I don't know, five belts and yeah. you know, it's not a money grab. It's, it's an education system. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, it, it's fine. It, it, it's all good. I love, I love marketing. I love like how people do that stuff. And it's a great concept too. Cause it actually sh- gives you a way to feel like you're progressing too. Right. It so. instills emotion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it steals it's, emotion. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. Just, just so you know. <laughs> so you, you mentioned uh, mushrooms helping you out. How yeah. have those helped you out? So, um, my, I, in the middle when I was in the whole OQ thing, I had a friend of mine that, uh, that had experimented with them, and you know had seen huge impacts with her friends with PTSD. Uh, and you know, I mean, I've been through Ritalin, Concerta, Stratera, ADHD medications all through my life. And, you know, I, I, I've been pretty, you know, plant medicine based, you know, myself, you know, whether it's supplements for quite some time. Um, but I started experimenting a little bit there, a little bit there, you know, just, I started really, really small and, you know, where it's microdosing, uh, and I started working my way up to maybe one or two grams and, you know, doing that, I, I started realizing that, okay, I'm accessing something and this is very serious. And, um, you know, th- I, one day with no preparation here in my apartment, I decided to take 
four grams with uh, using lemon tack, which doubles the potency. And it, I, I, it, I don't know what any of this shit means. What's lemon? Yeah, tech? lemon tech is when you when you put it in lemon and you let it sit and it digests it, makes more psilocybin available to you. Uh, and doing so, so, so it's like the acids in it, right? Right. Okay. It, it it mimic it mimics your stomach pretty much, and oh. it doubles the potency. Okay. Doing so, uh, I took pretty much the equivalent of eight grams, which is more than a heroic dose. Uh, and heroic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, between between one and four is like a pretty serious dose. When you take over five, that's a, like a heroic dose. And you know, when you go beyond that, I mean, you, you you start getting into some dangerous waters. You know, like ego death is a big one. Um, and I was personally at my wit's end. I was depressed. I was I was borderline manic. Um, you know, this is during the period where I was working from home and I just, I had no friends and I just had hit it rock bottom. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. And I just, and it, it was the worst experience of my life. Um, and I, I have to tell you, I was, I, you know, nearly jumped off of, off of a third floor balcony and I decided, no, I'm not going to do that. And I went through the process. Um, the big process with mushrooms, when you take a dose that high is you have to surrender Mm -hmm. and, you know, me, I don't surrender very well. And, uh, you know, whatever I was accessing, um, was very mean, was very nasty. And, you know, through that, I begged God to rescue me and, uh, something very big rescued me wherever I was out in space. Um, but you know, coming out of that, I had a completely clean slate in my personality. Um, I literally had to rebuild everything after that trip. Um, I woke up halfway underwater in my bathtub. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was about, it was four hours long. Uh, when you do lemon tech, it shortens the trip from 12 to four hours, but of course it doubles the effect, you know, and how much you're getting. Mm. Um, and I swore I would never take those things again. Uh, so my first big trip was a big mistake. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, it sounds and, a lot, that sounds a lot like, like ayahuasca. And I've, yeah. I've had some, I've had some people on that have done ayahuasca. You talk, you mentioned ego death. Yeah. Um, Morgan may, who uh, at the time of this recording is my guest at the time of this recording, she's been on the podcast like four times. She's, yeah. she's done like fucking 20 ayahuasca ceremonies or something trying to unfuck herself. And Wow. She talks about how that a lot of that is about ego death and it's supposed yeah. to be a good thing. I don't know. I don't, what is ego death? Do you know, can you Yeah, so it? so yeah, e- ego death is a uh, let me pull this together. E- ego death is when the how you see yourself, you know, I am my own person. Um, you know, I have likes, dislikes, you know, I where the world starts and I end um is there. When you're when you're on those substances, it removes that. Like there, you, you literally become the air beside you. You you become the table beside you. It is all fluid. So you know the value that you have that I'm a person and I am you know sentient becomes removed. So mm-hmm. you know all of your abuse, the childhood abuse that I faced from my dad. It it it's like that is nothing compared to how much you're getting bit by a snake over and over again for four hours. Um, and it pretty much, I just have to, it's, it's a, it's a literal death 
um, that people will go through. And sometimes it's very, for me, it was very, very violent um, because I did not take it in a comfortable setting. I'm in an apartment with a bunch of people around me. There's a lot of energies around me. Um, I did not set up my, my setting properly. I did not have a sitter. Um, and I did not go in with an intention. I just went in and said, fuck it. And mm. that was a huge mistake. Um, and I didn't respect them either. You know, there's a huge respect process that goes into, hey, when you take these, you know, you're into some serious, serious waters. And, you know, don't just take them to mess around. Um, and two, if you do take any kind of mood stabilizers, you know, SSRIs, don't touch them. Um, I've, I've, I've watched that go very downhill very, very fast permanently as well. Yeah. Uh, so I had another, I don't know, my running partner. Uh, when I was doing marathons, uh, at, mm. at, <laughs> I think this is going to drop in January. When I was doing marathons in 2021, um, yeah. sh- uh, she went and did a, an ayahuasca ceremony and they made her basically eat vegan for like two or three weeks before going down and doing the ceremony yeah. because, uh, it you know, like you're going to be vomiting, you're going to be doing yeah. all this kind of stuff and you need to sort of have your your you know, this sort of internal cleansing done before you do that. So that you're not all like, you can't be on any drug, any other kind of drugs. Like you said, SSRI can't be on any of that kind of stuff when you go and do that. That same thing happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the vomiting, all of that, you know, it's, I know this got really dark really quick. Let me kind of tell you what happened after that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) within, you know, after that big trip, um, within about six months, I had lost 50 pounds going to the gym almost every day. Um, and you know, I started bodybuilding, bodybuilding, and that was, it was during that period that I found your content that I started learning about Corey Wayne. And, And the cool thing about that trip was making big changes to my life, you know, changing habits, was like that. There was no internal voice saying, don't do it. There was no struggle. It was just, okay, I'm going to do something. Boom, it's done. And mm. I'm like, whoa, you know, this is neat. And it it, it was about a year of that. Um, so that one trip produced about a year of that kind of change in my life. And, you know, I, I went through extreme church trauma. Um, I was angry at the church. I was isolated for more than 10 years. I said, I would never go back to another church again. And after that trip, um, you know, that, that incredible experience that I had being rescued, um, you know, I'm like, okay, I think I can go back to church now since that's an, that's a a social circle that I'm familiar with. Um, you know, I'm not a big drinker, you know, I don't like really going out and partying. Um, but like the church I can probably do again. And I developed a new friend circle and I'm like, okay, let's start getting healthy. Let's, let's start interacting with people. And, you know, like anyone else that's been out of society for a long time, it took me a long time to learn, okay, don't say a bunch of dirty, dirty jokes when you're with people. Like you got to relax a little bit. You got to not be so uptight if somebody taps you on the shoulder, you know, Mm. and, you know, just from the abuse and stuff that I've gone through in the past, there was a process I had to go through to fix all of that. And it took a couple of years. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, going back to the, the, the mushroom incident, <laughs> we'll just refer to it as <laughs> That's the That's really incident. the incident. <laughs> incident. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a, a guy on, uh, months ago, um, hypnosis for men, Ryan Christensen. He, uh, he's really big on, on hypnosis 
and stuff yeah. like that. And, 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 uh, he's done a lot of that kind of stuff too. He's done the, like the microdosing. I think he's done ayahuasca and all that stuff too. Yeah. And he's a big, he's a big proponent in, in that kind of thing, because what a lot of guys don't realize is, you know, like our brains, our, our subconscious brain basically just wants to keep us alive. Yeah. And, and because of that, uh, it won't let you get outside of your comfort zone to do certain things that you, that need to be done to make your life better. Cause right. your, your, your brain's like, Hey, you're alive right now. Don't change it. Don't change it. Don't talk to that right. girl right now, dude. You know, you're and, comfortable. Yeah. And so when you do an experience like that, if you do some kind of, uh, you know, hypnosis, if you do affirmations, you know, right. Uh, you, you basically reprogram your mind to say like, no, no, this is okay. This is what you do. You know, this is yeah. how you act. This is who you are. And yeah. once you can reprogram your mind like that, however you do it, like your life is, is it's, it'll tr change for the better, you know, like yeah. <laughs> exponentially. I, I, I love you touching on, on hypnosis. Um, I actually, I see a great guy out of um, Frederick. His name is Jedediah Smith. And, um, you know, through a family friend, uh, they said, you know, we've had a lot of success with hypnosis and me coming from the Christian side, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. And, uh, it's not magic so, though, you know, that's the thing, yeah, like, yeah, you know, a lot of like, like the, the real Orthodox Christians might be like, that's witchcraft. Like, no, not right. No, no, no. Yeah. It's and mental stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went through, um, there's, there's multiple ways of doing that. You get family systems therapy, um, you know, which has been very, very good with me when, you know, there are areas, um, that, you know, people don't grow up in. So, you know, if you were abused when you're 16, there's a 16 year old part of you that is, that hasn't been healed. That is, you know, just sitting there that overreacts. Um, you know, like I used to watch my father's eyes switch when he used to get angry and I didn't realize until now, oh, that's an altar. That's a different part of him, um, that is segmented and separated because he, the, the brain was trying to protect itself and survive. Uh, and you know, the healing those parts of me through hypnosis, um, you know, has been immensely helpful for, you know, for, for me, you know, like going out and socially, I used to get to the point where I was there for four hours and a switch would flip in me. And I'm, I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, hypnosis really kind of helped me see that this is, that's a self-worth thing. You know, that's an avenue where, you know, my father said this to me when I was 14 and that's why that's happening. Um, and going back into that situation and, you know, rescuing myself in that. And there's a process that you can go during hypnosis, you know, either a light hypnosis or a deeper hypnosis. And, you know, I, I've done it for about a year and it has absolutely been life changing. It's made you know, from the money that I've spent. It's tripled the money that I've been able to make getting out of, you know, people pleasing, being able to do sales with people because you have to believe in your product. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though it's life changing, it's been life changing for me. I have to be able to relay that to people. Um, and, you know, hypnosis has been totally life changing in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things that uh, Ryan Christensen said to you about hypnosis is uh, cause I'm a big, pro pro big proponent of, um, of affirmations, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's a big part of the whole law of attraction thing. Yeah. And, but what it really is, and you, you hear like older books, like, uh, think and grow rich. They don't refer yeah. to it as affirmations. They refer to it as auto suggestion. It's a right. form of self hypnosis, but it takes mm. a long time. 
Yeah. It, it takes yeah. a long time. Whereas Ryan says, you know, in a couple of sessions, he can go into your mind and just pull out the thing that's holding you yeah. back, you know? So See, it's, it's a much faster process. Yeah. Secrets of a Millionaire Mind talks about, you know, uh, wealth tapes and, mm. you know, like what your parents told you about money when you were a kid and like how that constantly plays over and over in your head, you know, like how you regard rich people. Yep. And, you know, if, if, if you're not, if you don't say new wealth tapes, when you get a situation, when you get a great situation, that's going to absolutely change your life. It's going to make you a lot of money. Um, you could, you know, have a wealth tape playing over, oh, they're going to cheat you. Oh, that's a, that's a, some kind of scheme, you know, and like, you have to begin changing that to allow yourself to be open to experiencing that kind of change in your life. Yeah. Oh man. I was, I was just, uh, talking to my, my housekeeper. I have a housekeeper. I need <laughs> a housekeeper. I'm, I'm a snooty yeah. bastard. Actually, you know what? House, <laughs> housekeepers, guys, uh, another tangent. Housekeepers are pretty affordable and you should get one because, you know, I have her come every two weeks. It's not, okay. it's, it's not very much. Um, and, you know, she does a, a deep clean on the house and then I just maintain it. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 and it's worth the money and it's not even that much. Let's but um, the, the the great thing about having ADHD and hyperfocus is you'll get to the point where your house gets in such disarray that you'll you're like you get all the dopamine cleaning up the house in about four or five hours because the girl's coming over. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I don't have to worry about that because I have a housekeeper and generally keeps the house clean. So one nurse chick comes over, it's nice, you know. Mm. So, yeah. um, but 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 that's a different topic. So, so the housekeeper the other day we were talking about um, next year. And, uh, and I was telling her how, you know, I, I've got this podcast, I'm, you know, working with like bigger names in the space. Now I'm going to start doing courses and mm -hmm. I really want to make this like my, my full-time gig. Yeah. And that's been, that's been a goal of mine for like, you know, basically, you know, maybe December of 2020, uh, you know, I was like, I think I could, I think there's, this could be something. Yeah. And, and so that's my goal. And so I'm focused on it. And I'm like, this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then my housekeeper was like, well, are you sure though, that you want to like leave your day job? Because you know, that's security. And I yeah. and immediately in my head, I go, that's a, that's a self-limiting belief there, lady, you know? <laughs> yes. And so, yes. but I didn't say it's... that to her. I was just like, mm. you know, just let her yeah. think whatever she thinks, but that's how poor people think. And right. that's not where I'm going. I, I love that you touched on that as far as job stuff. Um, I, I think you and I kind of talked about this briefly. I um, I used to work for a company called Visa, great company. Um, they they went through the whole vaccine thing. And, Visa, I've never uh, heard of them. They're a small mom and pop shop. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, small mom and pop shop. Nobody's ever heard of them. Um, but you know they 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 pushed you know the vax stuff, and um, you know I said no. And, I, I uh, remember, I remember this, this was earlier, um, 2022, yeah. cause this is 2023 yeah. now when this drops, but, uh, yeah, yeah, this was like really early in the year, 2022. And you were like, dude, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. They're, they're pushing this vax thing. And, yeah. um, you're like, I yeah. don't want to do it. And, uh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, go on. Yeah, I, I didn't. And, uh, of course, you know, there are consequences with that. And, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, 
I, I'm, I'm still actively looking for, you know, a, a position in the IT world. Um, but, you know, this this sales stuff is really starting to take off. Um, so I, I got started with sales um, a, you know, about a year and a half ago. I work with a guy named, you know, Patrick Pine. He runs a, a call handling for legal services called RCP Legal Solutions. Ring hello now. And, um, you know, what I, what I started doing is I, I just started learning the business. It took me quite a while to do so. Just doing this on the side and uh, I, I started finding that I could work with companies that are having sales issues or just you know and not only selling for them but finding huge issues within their business and you know being resolving those issues and you know a step further bringing in a guy like you know Patrick who does you know funnel work you know you've got a lot of guys out there who you can you can hey set up a funnel for me and you know funnels are great but they have to be tweaked properly and you know that's one big thing Patrick does uh, and you know I, I we, we've started getting into the point now where I am you know not only joining these companies and helping them with their their big issues and but I'm, I'm also teaching them how to scale and I'm learning as well and you know it's 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 starting to become very very profitable to the point where I'm wondering if I'm not even gonna have to keep looking for a job in my 11 year career of IT um, and just continue to have the freedom to yeah. be able to sit here and not worry about a company that is just down my neck. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy when you get into that, that stage of just trying to keep your job and that's your entire life. There's, um, there, there's an interesting thing too, that I've, I've realized in, um, cause I've been, I've been working in it. We've talked about it. I've been working in it yeah. for, uh, going on 18 years now. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like at this point, it's like all I've ever known. And so right. it's, it's a very scary prospect to go, well, what if I do something completely different? You yeah. know, like talking about dating and, and self-help and, and, you know, yeah. you know, improving your life on the internet, like yeah. making that, you know, is that even possible? Like that is very scary prospect. I would imagine it's, it is. It's, it's, it's very similar when you're working in sales. Cause a lot of sales is, uh, you get a base pay and then a commission that base pay sometimes is, you know, you, minimum wage. You, <laughs> you, you, you start just in commission, Yeah. <laughs> you oh. know, and in this field, when you're learning, you don't make money for the first few months. It, yeah. It's, you know, you've got to put a lot of time, effort and energy in and you've got to think outside the box. Um, you know, one big area of value that I've been able to bring is, you know, Hey, we have this problem. How do we fix it? And be like, Oh, I know how to fix that. Let's try this, this, and this kaboom. Mm -hmm. You know, things are exploding positively, um, you know, and all of that is mindset, too. I mean, yeah, I could feel really bad one day, not make the 30 calls that I need. Three guys wouldn't get contacted struggling being in MGTOW and be like, hey, man, you need this. You know, I can tell you're really struggling right now with approaching women and having high approach anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, like you know, you, you've paid for this part of the training. Let's get this scheduled for you. And like, then I hear they're now part of the program and I get to meet them in Fort Lauderdale. And it, it's just, it's, it's incredibly fulfilling knowing that, Hey, I don't have to let a guy struggle as much as I did. Yeah. You know, because that MGTOW life is, is miserable. It's miserable. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing too, and I, I've, I've talked about it on other podcast episodes, but sales by itself, yeah. 
I, when I got out of the Navy, I did uh door to door office supply sales for a little while. Commission only, soul. commission only, soul. like literally, you know, <laughs> law of averages, the, the, the door that you don't knock on is the sale that you missed kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we would do like rah, rah meetings in the morning to get us all pumped up and, you know, everything was juice, juicy, you know, and, yeah. uh, be hot. But, but you know what, it was a, it was a really good life skill to learn, to learn how to, to make sales. And, you know, I've taken it into like every aspect of my life, um, job interviews, you're selling yourself, you know, like life is sales when you're talking to chicks, that's you're selling yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And uh, when you're in sales and then you go start working, you know, in, in, in the field of, you know, attracting women, I mean, it's, you can compare and contrast and just drag and drop. It's, I love it. I love it. You know, um, I had a, I had a girl that I was seeing, you know, briefly and, you know, she says, you, you kind of give the vibe like you've done this before, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, you're not lack of confidence, you know, like you're really, he, she, she said it, you're very salesy. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, I've been trained. <laughs> you know? And you love that, don't you? Yeah, I do. I love it. But you say that to her. Yeah. And you like it, don't you? Yeah. And, <laughs> You know, the, the big thing in the past few months that I found out making a, a successful, attractive man with yourself is all about self-amusement. Mm-hmm. It's all about amusing the shit out of yourself and not caring about what other people think. And, you know, like I, I'll just, you know, in guys that are really in a stage where they're not getting the kind of volume where they feel like they can self-amuse, you know, it's a completely different paradigm. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. So we only got like a few minutes left here and you've mentioned, um, what's, what's the name of the outfit that you work for? Modern flirting, modern flirting. So modern flirting is a big outfit. Like they have some, they have some heavy hitters in the the date coaching market. I think Jamie did one of their Jamie Dade. Yeah. Good old yeah. Jamie Day. And I, and you know, you I know, like, love her. She, she is the best. She, uh, I, I met her back in June and, uh, I see her every three months and, uh, she's just, she's a kind hearted person who loves helping men. So I, <laughs> I, I, stitched, I stitched one of her videos where she did a really? video. She did a video on, um, how she says like, you know, the whole idea of, you don't ask a fish to ca- to catch a fish. You ask a fisherman, and she's like, "That is quite." She goes with her with her big long nails. She's like, "It's quite literally," and this is how she talks, right? This is quite yeah. literally the you know dumbest idea ever. And so I stitched it, and I explained why men shouldn't typically get dating advice from most women. Now she, right. I, I've watched some of her videos. I don't agree with everything she says. She does put out some decent advice. She doesn't yeah. put out the placating, uh, just be yourself bullshit. Like she actually yeah. gives you some decent advice on uh, what what women respond to. So right, give her respect there. But yeah, when you told me that you went to one of their events and like they taught you all sorts of like pickup artist type tricks and. Yeah, I was fascinated by that. You you want to tell yeah. that story? Yeah. So you know, first thing I, I realized, you know, when I first joined Modern Flirting, I thought they were a pickup artist kind of outfit, you know, because they do they do market towards that. What I found out as far after a couple months of being in there is they're really focused on building, helping people, helping guys build sustainable social circles, and in that 
You'll find, you know, women, you know, everywhere within those because Sally knows Becky, who knows Jessica. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at the end of that, um, you know, how to navigate your way through them so you can date within those social circles and not blow them up. Mm-hmm. You know, like how, how do you stay not only attractive, man, how do you stay within your purpose? And, you know, how do you facilitate healthy relationships? And, uh, within that, you know, like, you know, Jamie offers like a weekly, um, you know, female psychology as well as online dating, you know, class that she does within the VIP program. And it's been immensely helpful for me just having her help on the, on the photos and the, uh, and you know, the, just with my bio and, you know, even going in there, like, how would you open a conversation with this girl because that's guy's biggest problem is once you match with a girl how can you not ruin it <laughs> yeah yeah I, that's what one of the things i say uh, about dating apps right it comes to it's your pictures your bio and how you open with women like that's really yeah. what it comes down to and then, and then yeah. how you close right because you got to close yeah. on that number and set a definite date like that right yeah i'm i've gotten to the point now and i've even gotten compliments with this I'll close girls really fast. Like if I'm bantering, yeah, right. And then when I text them, I set the date and and let it (laughs) get the fuck off the phone. Yeah, pretend, bro. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you mean in contrast, I've got a couple friends that I've given advice to multiple times when they're just like, uh, just like I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and I'm like, let me see, and I'm just scrolling through the many, and I'm like. This is where you're screwing up. You're a, you're a specimen looking of a guy, but you're messing up with this because you're just texting way too much. It's yeah, the self worth and you're self- coming across as needy, you know. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of the stuff, yeah. uh, a lot of men, men especially, men are stupid, dude. Like, like dude, we are fucking clueless people when it comes to this kind of shit, right? Um, but yeah. a lot of the stuff when it comes to texting is subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, women are they're not they're not really analyzing, you know, your yeah. text bubble size. It's, it's a subconscious thing, but you can see yeah. like when your text bubble size is smaller than hers, that your investment yes. level is lower than hers. And, right. and that's causing her to chase you a little bit more. And yeah. that is all subconscious. That was some huge advice from you that I applied. That's like, oh, I need to lessen my, uh, my, my bubble size of sorts. I learned that from Benny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Benny, yeah. Benny Lichtenwalner, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I tell you the, you know, along the lines of the the texting aspect, you know, one thing that's just been immensely helpful for me is, you know, when I text girls, I make sure I'm in the right mindset. I make sure that, you know, when I'm texting girls, I'm not texting them for my own self-worth and, uh, you know, doing that, you just kind of self-amusing and get them out on a date, you know, and I'm, I'm to the point now where, you know, the current girl that I'm seeing, I see her once a week. And, you know, we text maybe once, twice a week max. And I love that arrangement, you know, where just the amount of work that I was putting into was way outside. I I thought that was healthy, putting in all that work and time in. And it's not. Yeah. Well, one thing, too, I I will say. So a lot of there's a there's this idea of, well, when can I text her all fucking day? Right. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, well, once you get into a relationship, you can you can text them more and stuff like that. And it's like, well, yeah, to an extent. But if you fall back on those habits where you're just texting her all day, you know, like you go from this guy where she thought like you're on your purpose, you're not texting her all the time because you're busy to a guy that has nothing going on. Like all of a sudden you're now you're not the guy that she fell in love with, like something changed. So 
the one thing that um, I, I, I really preach that once you get into this good habit of texting, right, where you're not texting all the time, you're working on your purpose, you text when you can, mm-hmm. um, you should maintain that throughout the relationship and set that tone. And I, I've done that with nurse chick. Like we don't text all yeah. day. She might, she will, she likes good morning texts. So really she will send me a good morning text. I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the I, good morning text guy. She, I, she, I've she gotten, I've gotten complimented. You know, what I, one point I wanted to make before is that, you know, when, when you text girls, you know, like the big avoidance, you know, where are you from? What do you do for work? What do you like to do? You know, that color? put, yeah. What's your favorite? <laughs> like that puts girls in this mind, this, you know, social script of sorts where they're like, oh, you know, like if you had a day to yourself, how would you spend it? Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, <laughs> that's, something, that's something provocative. It's an open ended question. It gets them yeah. talking about themselves more and it's not boring. That's the big yeah. thing. Like women, you can be anything. Would you do for the week? Would you do over the weekend? You know, and I, I mess, I, I kid around with the girl I'm currently seeing, you know, I'm like, oh, we're asking those social script questions again, aren't we? Would you do today? And she's like, oh, you're right. And then, you know, she'll try harder again. So I'm like. I'm constantly teaching you're, her. You're setting you know. the tone is what you're doing. And that's yeah. chicks dig that shit, man. Like guys, yeah. don't, guys just don't understand. They just, they, yeah. they, they, they we, we are raised with this happy wife, happy yeah. girlfriend, you know, keep them happy. You got whatever you, whatever makes them happy. Bullshit. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. You bring them along for the ride. You set that fucking tone. You yeah. lead that interaction and chicks are just like, Oh, this guy's so amazing. I don't know what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I tell you, I am still, you know, working my way up, you know, attracting more and more attractive women. Like when it comes to like the nines and tens, I am still very, very nervous. And I'm like, I am still in a process and in a journey. Cause I still put them on a pedestal, mm-hmm. which is one big thing that you mentioned there. Like it's a process, you know, you know, if we number women from zero to 10, you know, like the fours and the fives, the plain Janes, you know, like I'm still getting at that point where I am, I'm, you know, starting to attract more and more attractive women. And uh, not to say my current girl isn't attractive, but it's, you know, it's it's just a pedestal that I've been pulling women off of, seeing them as they're this, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Treating, treating all women the same is uh, it's something that I know it was a concept that I didn't know until reading Corey's book, how important that is, because yeah. uh, we do tend to treat hot chicks differently than we treat fat, ugly chicks. Yeah. But when you treat them all the same, if you, you treat like you treat the hot chick the same way you treat the ugly chick that you have no interest in, like that makes yeah. the hot chick more interested because you're not yeah. you're, you're not treating her like everyone else. Yeah, I, I, I had to learn how to treat them first. Yeah. You know, from a, you know, that's one big thing the company taught me is, you know, here's how attractive girls are treated. Here's how, you know, here's how you go up to them. Here's how you carry yourself with, you know, and here's how you you hold eye contact. I mean, I had a point where I had a really tough time holding eye contact with a woman and I use YouTube videos to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls that just stare at the camera. So I didn't kind of be pulled to look away. You know, that physical attraction, like that, the book you were talking about really helped me, you know, just one little facet of fixing things, you know, you, get you, over that. Do you try to do the left eye thing? Yes. Dude, the fucking left eye thing, man. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let, oh my gosh. And like, I've, I play around with it too. Like I notice uh, girls will look away more if they're not interested, if you stare at them in their left eye and like, I'll go back to the right and then I'll slowly move to the left side. And like, I even taught my group, you know, my, one of my social circles that, and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, you can use it to really connect better with people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it is, it's a hack. I mean, it is. When you told me that, I'm like, oh my God. Dude, the left eye <laughs> thing, it's not just, don't just use it on chicks either. I mean, like, like you're in sales, use it yeah. in sales. It's a, it's a rapport building thing. And it's because yeah. like the left eye is connected to the right brain. Um, yeah. I got into this with, um, I don't know if you, do you know who Alan Roger Curry is? No. Okay, Alan Roger Curry, he's the author of Mode One. He's the okay. godfather of direct game, right? He just okay. passed away, like literally at the time oh, of this no. recording, uh, like a couple of days ago, he just passed away. His his um I interviewed him and he explained why that works. You know, because he talks about it in his books, like talking to a chick's left ear, it's the same concept, but it's because right. it's connected they, to the right brain. Yeah, they they teach us, especially when we're, you know, yelling at a girl in a club, speak down at their neck, not at their ear, where it's completely overpowering. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get you get little tidbits and stuff like that. Like the big thing though is when you start healing and fixing and you know, working on yourself, a lot of that other stuff comes naturally as you hang around people that are a lot higher caliber than what you're used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and and a good thing too about man, we're we're going over an hour here, but a good thing too about yeah. hanging out with people that are a little bit, you know, better than you at a, at, a, at any skill, right? Is yeah. that that's how you get better. You don't that's get better do. hanging out with yeah. people that are at your same level. You don't get better hanging no. out with people below you. You get hanging out no. with, get better hanging out with people that are better yeah. than you. Yeah. I, I've gotten to the point now where I'm finding the people that I connected really well with before because I'm getting healthier and they're staying stagnant. I am having a much, much tougher time connecting with them. Mm-hmm. And I've had to remove some people from my life, remove a lot of people. But I, I mean, look what I've gained. I, I went from just my dad, super narcissistic and abusive to, you know, the, the four conspiracy girls that were also super narcissistic to, you know, the one, you know, somewhat healthy church group to now I got four different churches, four different friend groups. I'm telling people no to hanging out because I am just so overwhelmed mm-hmm. I, I had six seven people take me out to my birthday yesterday and i'm just like on the verge of tearing up because i not only deserve to be in community but i'm experiencing what i desire for the first time yeah it's a good problem to have <laughs> it is it's a great problem to have <laughs> all right i've got one last question for you and then yeah. uh, i want you to be able to tell people where they can contact you for um, modern flirting. So yeah. what does being a 3% man mean to you? Being a 3% man means finding your purpose, healing your trauma and abuse, and going after your purpose. And in that, you attract the right women in that process. Dude, that, I like that. Clear, concise, perfect. I love it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. He didn't ask me that before either. That was that that was as uh, as off the cuff as I could get. <laughs> Dude, well, I don't. I you know, um, if you listen to the earlier episodes, I used to ask that to pretty much everybody because it was it was all three percent brothers from the three percent man group, and so I don't yeah. ask that that pretty much anymore because I have I don't really have those guys on 
as yeah. much. Um, yeah. It's, so it's, 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 it's so important, you know, at the end, it's so important to find people around you. Like I got a 3% man group that I found on Reddit a while back, you know, not, not only your Facebook group, but like, you know, we, me and my 3%, you know, brother, we talk almost every day and like, here's what's happening. Here's what I'm doing. You know, I, I relapsed today on, you know, masturbation and pornography, you know, and then, you know, like I'm going to, I'm on a weak stretch, man. And, you know, like being able to go back and, you know, just constantly sharpen each other's iron of sorts has been, you know, immensely powerful for me, you know, so you're not doing that to women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't put that kind of shit on women, put it on your boys. I, Luke is a good guy for that. I, I chat with Luke, yeah. um, quite frequently. So, yeah. Uh, I don't talk about his masturbation though. That's on him, but <laughs> <laughs> so, so where can so if people wanted to check out what you you guys are doing over at Modern Flirting, how what's the best way for them to contact you? So contacting me, um, we can leave a, a link at the bottom of your podcast. It's a fifteen minute call with me. Uh, you can also head to you know modernflirting.com. Um, you know that that's that's the general consensus. But you know if if I have you know impacted you, I'd love to set up the fifteen minute call with you. You know the big thing is is you know figuring out you know what your struggles are, where you're at. It's just it's a conversation, and then you know if. If we find that, you know, hey, the, you know, hands-on mentoring may be needed or just some training I could Google Drive over to you may be helpful. That at the end of the day is, you know, w one thing that, you know, brings me a lot of, uh, um, a, a, a lot of great feeling knowing that I've helped you. Uh, and then you can also find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jimmy Finneyfrock. Uh, and, you know, I could be reachable on message on there. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll put links to both of those in the description. Jimmy, you're an inspiration, brother. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. It's great connecting with you, man. Yeah, man. We need to do, we need to do this more often, man. No doubt. No doubt. I'm excited for the next time. Jimmy, thank you so much for joining me, brother. It was a really like a really great conversation. It was a long time coming. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for quite a long time, but I felt like, you know, when when you sent me that text the other day about how you finally broke your like three year no sex streak, man, I was like, it's time. It's time. My man finally has a success story and we can bring this full circle. So um, I'm glad that you were able to to join me and uh, and tell your story today. And uh, man, I, dude, I'm, I'm like really proud of you, man. <laughs> dude, you've come so far. Since uh, when we first connected and you I, like the first time I saw your stuff, you you tagged me in a video talking about how, you know, you used to be MGTOW. And I was just like, wow, look at this guy. You know, this guy's following what I'm talking about, reading the books that I suggesting and he's he's making his life better. This is awesome, man. So I'm glad that we were able to connect and uh, we, we absolutely have to do this uh, again sometime sometime soon. Um, all right, guys, I want to give one more shout out to the Patreon. Remember it's January. So there's only three tiers available. The lowest tiers, only 10 bucks a month. Uh, if you want to get in the, the beer cup, beer club credits, which are coming up here in just a few seconds, uh, it's only 10 bucks a month. It's the lowest tier tier one just supports the show. Um, and then if you guys need more help, you know, maybe you want help with, uh, dating apps or, you know, just, Talking to people in general, I have a guy 
right now. He's in uh, what's now tier two. And um, his real, his big thing was he, he wants to be able to get out and be more social and, and find like friends, right? Like he's having a hard time just going out and talking to people in general. He's, he's sort of gotten into an antisocial type mode. So I'm just working through him on that. And, you know, all we're doing is, you know, doing simple stuff like going to the coffee shop and approaching like five people and asking for for book recommendations, right? Simple stuff. Uh, but it's big. It's a big deal if you don't do it all the time, right? And if you don't have someone sort of holding you accountable and checking in with you once a week saying, hey, man, how'd that go? How'd you feel about that? Could you do things better? Like most people just won't do it. So if you want help like that, jump on tier two. It's only 50 bucks a month and you get unlimited text messaging, voice messaging and video messaging, right? It's, it's probably one of the most affordable coaching programs out there. And then if you guys really want to dig in um, and you want like an actual follow-up call and have a one-on-one -on -one, like voice or video call, it's your choice. Uh, get on the, the premium tier, right? Because then you get all the benefits of tier two plus you get a, a, a either a voice call or a video call. It's up to you. Uh, once a month, that we could follow up on the stuff, see how you're doing. You get a, up to an hour conversation. Most of those actually go over. I'm not sitting here with a, a, a stopwatch going, "Hey, you, you got 60 seconds left, pal." Um, we, you know, I make sure that that you uh, that we we answer all your questions in a session. So uh, get on that. It's only 100 bucks a month. Again, it's probably one of the most affordable coaching programs you're you're ever going to find. So. Get on that today, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com, and I will send you free stickers. I got some in the bag here like this, but you know this is, this is what they look like right there. There's three of them, and I will send those to you. Postage paid. Don't have to worry about postage. I got you. I got you, fam. Just get on the email list. Um, if I ever get banned from a platform like I did with TikTok, I want to be able to, to email you and say, hey, here's my new account or follow me on whatever, you know. So please do that. All right, guys, that's all I have this week. Uh, next week is going to be a solo episode. Uh, I recorded this because I had originally planned something else. I had the time set aside and then I had a whole bunch of like my guests, like everything just sort of fell out from under that. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do an episode on, on owning your shit. <laughs> so next week, come on. It, like you guys are really going to get a lot of value out of it. I really put a lot of thought into this episode. It's an hour long, but it's just me. And it's, uh, you know, how to own your shit. Just own your shit guys. Oh, and, uh, it's now January. So please tune in every Wednesday and Friday morning. I'm going to be live streaming. Um, this coming Wednesday, if you're listening on Monday, this coming Wednesday, I'm going to be doing a live stream on, on, uh, new year's resolutions and, and, you know, how to stay on top of them and, you know, why most people fail at their new year's resolutions. So tune in on that. That's going to be available on, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And I'm going to start doing those every, uh, every Wednesday and Friday. Um, if you guys have questions, you can send a super chat and I will answer your questions. Otherwise I'm pretty much going to be ignoring the chat and just talking about my, my subject. So, uh, tune into that. It's going to be live at, um, 
8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So that's uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, I believe. 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. All right, guys. That's all I have this week. We'll catch you next time. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.